How do creatives self-promote effectively while still remaining true to their brand? Do you ever wish life had an undo button? Walking the balance between business and the creative life can be hard. But Matt and Shelby are here to attempt to answer the tough questions, so you don't need an undo. Presented by Made by Things, this is The Command Z Show. And we're back on a riveting new episode of The Command Z Show. Do you like that one? Is that good? That was an intense. That was... Yeah. I was trying to... like an action movie. Yeah. I I was thinking about Lost. You ever watch Lost? You know at the beginning, it's like previously on Lost. Lost. And like, it's like so serious. Um, We should do that. That'd be funny. Just like an ongoing, like previously on Command Z Show. We have a little recap. It'll be fun. Yeah. That's a good idea. People crying. Yeah. We'll edit it really bad. Yep. It'll be fun. Usually we edit the crying out. But I think that, yeah, just a, just a crying episode. That's a good idea. Anyway, uh, how, are you, how are you, Shelby? Pretty good, pretty good. Um, week's going well. I went to a film festival over the weekend. You sure did. It was, it was good. Got, uh, I won a Silver Eddie Award at the Cedar Rapids Independent Film Festival in Iowa. Woo! So, Look at yeah, you go. Woo. This is clapping i'm not sure if you can hear that in the microphone <laughs> it was fun uh, but it's festival season so that'll be my weekends is, is it your your favorite season it's a stressful season but it is also a season to eat lots of popcorn and get dressed up so now like both of those things i was going to ask you about that how do you feel about the whole dressing up aspect do you oh do you go ab- above part. and beyond or do you yeah yeah Oh, are you kidding? You know, there, there's the two kind of uh, the two kind of people that frequent film festivals. There's like the movie T-shirt guy, right? And then there's full glam, and I'm over on the full glam side of things. Yep. We're made for the red carpet. Huh? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I I like it. I don't know. I I I'm not sure where I would be in that, but I would wear probably a solid color T-shirt and a backwards hat. I might wear a hoodie. I don't know. Ooh, That's not true. Sometimes I, I dress up sometimes, but not very often. Just So what you're saying is, Matt, you wouldn't be like, here I am at the premiere of my movie and I've got my dark sunglasses on in the theater. I don't think so. I've seen those. I would rather sneak in through the back <laughs> while nobody knows that I'm there to see like real reactions of people. Like that's, that's oh. how I would go about that whole thing. Um, I don't know. I this gets into a longer thing here. I I I like being the center of attention, but for like a moment. If it lasts for like two yeah. moments, I'm like, okay, now I'm uncomfortable. Like I don't, yep. I don't like that. Um, or obviously, just like anybody else, I don't want to be the center of attention because of something negative that I've done. <laughs> um, but it's it's nice to noticed for something that you've done i suppose how do you how do you feel about it you did you expect to come home with an award no i didn't um there was a really other really great film that was made um it's a world war ii movie and production design is incredible um acting's really phenomenal they had like wonderful like german actors and stuff in it it was really cool and um 
I was like, oh, cool. So it's like a $175,000 budget movie. <laughs> I'm not competing <laughs> against that. And they won. So I got the silver, which I was like, it's so cool to just be like even in the same category right. as, as a film that great. So it was cool. But no, when I, when I screen something, I'm the person that like paces back and forth in the back. And I just watch everyone. Yep. And I just hope they're they're understanding it and appreciating you it. You like want to pause it and be like, how did you feel after that scene? <laughs> Honestly, yeah. It's like, like, can I get your reaction, please? I need like like work in progress review comments. Yep. Like drop them in as we're going through. <laughs> I need to know all of your thoughts. It's horrible. Oh, that's funny. Um, uh, well, congratulations. And uh, I'm sure there's plenty more awards in your future. So. That kind of sounded ominous, didn't it? <laughs> you will win like many a... awards in your future. It's like a fortune cookie. Yeah, that's it. Anyway, uh, mm-hmm. let's uh, let's get into the question that we have here. Yeah. Um, you have a question, Shelby? I do have a question. All right, let's chat about it. Question of the day is: How do creatives self-promote effectively? while still remaining true to their brand. Self-promote is such a a weird word that... (laughs) I I think so many people have this problem of, like, they can do the work, they, they have, you know, they're really good at their craft, but they struggle to, like, show it to anyone else. And, again, to to promote themselves in any way whatsoever. Um, I think the thought is that if I do great enough work, I don't have to do anything else and people will just come knocking on my door. And to me, I think that's actually, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Crazier than the idea of promoting yourself. Or out of touch maybe is what I'm looking for. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Something like that where it's like, it's actually almost cringier to, to not do anything than it is. To be that mysterious person right. kind of, kind of lurking. Yeah. Right. And for some people, they might be able to make a good living that way. Um, and just, again, people are always knocking on their door, but that's not really how it works for most people. Mm-hmm. So, one of the biggest problems that I had when I was trying to build a business was trying to learn like, okay, well, how do I have to do all these things? Like, yes, I knew I had to do like sales and had to put myself out there in some way. But whenever I'd study other people, they just, they never did anything. They never really spent time on social media. Um, They relied 100% on just their reputation. And I was like, that's great, but I don't, I don't, I want to build something now. I don't want to build something like 10, 20 years from now. Yeah. So I came to the conclusion that I had to be very aggressive when it came to promoting anything that I wanted people to see. And I think it, it never quite feels like perfect. It always feels a little bit like, I'm being a little salesy here maybe, but, um, but it's it's much better than the alternative of people just not even knowing anything about you or why they would call you. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's it's such a weird world, especially in the stuff that, that we do where, well, in, in the world of 
I guess brand or advertising anyway. Like we help other people promote their products. But then when it comes to our own work, so many fail to just even make a demo reel. Exactly. And I I haven't quite understood that myself. And when when people ask about like, oh, how do you get work? I'm like, well, you have to <laughs> put yourself out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like, well, how do you do that? I'm like, I don't know. I know what works for me. I don't know what works for you. But what I do know for sure is that we have to do something. Um, and I, I don't know, there, there's a lot of different you know, categories of I don't know, putting yourself out there, I suppose, or self-promoting. Some people will do it through like cold emails. Some people will do cold calling. Some people will just focus on Instagram. Like I, there's there's so many different ways, but just the fact is that if you don't put yourself out there, you will not receive the same opportunities as people that do. Yeah. What are your thoughts? That was that was something that so the question came from to give a little bit of context to because I mentioned the film festival. There was a lot of um, you see a lot of creatives who, you know, they bring their their projects or whatever they're working on and they're showcasing these things. And you have absolutely no idea what it is going into it. And I'm on every single platform you can be on being able to check what other creatives are doing. And I haven't received any updates on any of these different projects. And it's the same thing that when you go into a lot of these creative creative businesses or freelancers, it's like you'll randomly see something from someone and it goes, where have they been? You know, where has this person been all these years? What have they been working on? I can't find anything that they've been working on because they've been so hidden. Mm-hmm. And it's it's sad because there's so many great work that I feel like we're completely missing out on just because they haven't been able to quite find exactly where they fit within that that self-promoting world. Um, and I think a lot of it comes down to like experimenting with what works for you, whether that be cold calls or emails or going on Instagram or LinkedIn or even like Facebook for some people. Right. It's, it's kind of finding exactly where you fit in. But if you're not trying any of them, none of them are going to work. Right. This is why so many people are like, oh, I hate, I hate the idea of sales. It's like, no, you hate the traditional idea of sales. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know, man. There's just, there's so many things that I've, I've done where I'm like, people need to know about this. Like, I I want people to know about this and they're not just going to stumble upon it one day. Like whether that's, Mm -hmm. you know, made by things as a business or just an individual piece of work that we've done. Um, now I, I don't know. I, I think there's like an authentic way of doing that. And like you said, I think it takes experimentation. But I think the thing that people just keep forgetting is that nobody, if you make a mistake on something, if you're like, oh, yep, that was too salesy, people will forget about it like yep. pretty quick. It goes away. Right. So it's like you get more chances. It's not like you you only get one mistake and then it's all over from there. Um, I mean, depending on what you say, it might be, but (laughs) I don't know. Be careful, I guess. Um, I just there's there's kind of this this narcissistic insecurity we almost Mm -hmm. have. That's it. Where it's like we think that everyone cares so much about what we're doing. Right. 
and that they're going to hate it. And it's like, nobody really cares that much. I mean, what you're posting, it's like, yeah, they'll see it. And if they like it, that's awesome. But I mean, if you mess up, people won't remember that. Or if you phrase something kind of funny, they don't really remember those things because they're going to see more posts. And if you're posting consistently or putting things out consistently, they're going to see your more recent work anyway. Right. So it's okay to be cringy. Right. And uh, there's just, there's again, so many projects that I've done where I'm like, nobody would have seen it if I didn't promote it in some way or another. Mm -hmm. I think film festivals is actually a really interesting thing because you have to enter it into these festivals. They don't just pick it up and be like, oh, yep, this wins. The Academy Awards, they have to enter to be in those Mm -hmm. things. They have to pay money to be in those, (laughs) to even just be in contention of these things. So I don't know, just... Again, so much of the success that I believe that we found in, in growing a company at Made by Things is is based on this idea that from a sales perspective, I am heavily aggressive, a lot more aggressive than any other company that I've ever seen. And mm-hmm. it scares me a little bit sometimes because I'm like, ooh, did I push too hard there? And sometimes I do. Um, but at the same time, like, I don't expect people to remember me all the time or remember what we do. So it is like whatever i'll just kind of put something out there like i know based on the stuff that i put on linkedin i think having an actual strategy helps if you never use linkedin and then you use it once every six months just to say please hire me for this thing it it might work but that's not really a strategy that's like that means that 100 percent of the time that you post you're asking for something and nobody wants that that friend (laughs) that's just always asking for things right so for me, I'm like, okay, well, let me, I, I guess I try to be a little more calculated with when we specifically ask people to do something. Because I'm like, okay, well, I don't want to do it every time. Maybe once every two weeks, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but even outside of that, I'll say like, hey, new work that we just finished up. And I always, always share those things. Yep. Or a new demo reel. And I don't know, like to me, that's... That's again, that's the, the purpose of it's it's this really interesting thing about what we do. Where when we're done, it's also a piece of advertising for us mm-hmm. to showcase to other people. So it's like even if we did no other advertising outside of that, we'd still at least have those pieces to be able to share. But that's what's yeah. crazy to me is that so many people don't even share the work that they've just finished. And you it's have like, built in advertising right, right there. For sure. Um <laughs> I don't know. I I get it. It just it, it can be an uncomfortable thing, but for me ultimately it came down to how bad do you want this? And what specifically do you want? And I think when you know it's a little bit easier to try to arrange the cards in an order that you wish them to be played. If that makes sense. That sounds super manipulative, but um <laughs> I'll say like even the short film that we did, you know, when I, when I made that, uh, where are you now? We, we had no intention of trying to like make money off of it. Right. It's a super personal story. I just wanted to tell the story, but after it was done, I kind of had this moment for myself where I'm like, how much do I promote this? Yeah. I'm not trying to exploit my daughter here. Like (laughs) that's not what I'm trying to do. I don't want it to come off that way. But at the same time, I want people to see it. I have something to say and I'll figure out a way to 
get people in the audience basically. And, um, so like at first it was like, I just kind of did this little like small premiere party sort of thing at our office at the time and had a few people show up, got some reactions there. And I was like, at that point I'm like, all right, let's start entering this into like festivals and stuff. And then I was like, man, you know what I really, really want someday is to have a Vimeo staff pick, uh, for a video. Like I've, Mm -hmm. I've always wanted that. This is a little secret that I'm telling everybody. Uh, it's, it's up there on my goals list right now. One of the few that I haven't been able to successfully check off just yet. So I'm thinking about it. I'm like, nobody's watching this thing. Like, what do I have to do to, if I, if I wanted this to be a Vimeo staff pick, what do I have to do? So I start going and looking at who their staff is (laughs) like one by one. I'm like, okay, let me try to send an email just to this person right here. Make sure that they can see this thing. I've never told anyone this story before, but um, I would reach out to them over email. I'd reach out to them over Vimeo, leaving like a message like, hey, I've made this thing. Take a look. Um, and I, we didn't get staff pick on that, but two members of the staff did comment on it. So I knew that they at least saw it. And I had other people that were like, come on, give them the staff pick. And I'm like, oh my God. Like, it was, it was super cool just seeing that. Um, but you know, it just, it wasn't good enough. No, Uh, like, but for me, I'm like, there's like, I was, I was happy just at least knowing that they saw and could like make a determination. Um, and I just, I always go back to that when I, when I come to like self-promotion, cause I'm like, I probably should have felt guilty for that, but no, I'm not going to do that. I made this thing with, with our team. I'm like, I want people to see it like that's why we made it (laughs) um i mean there's it kind of goes into a longer thing there but i just i won't apologize ever for promoting what it is that i think that i do best in this world Mm -hmm. i don't know i have a feeling you're similar yeah i i have um i have no fear and like coming up to other people that especially like they're like artists that I admire or creators that I admire. Um, and just to be like, okay, I really appreciate the work that you're doing. I would love to work together. I'd love to do something, check out my work, anything just the opportunity to like, see what I'm doing. Maybe you like it. I appreciate what you're doing just to have that little shared connection. I think that's so valuable And I wish that more people would do that because I love it when people do that with me too. Mm -hmm. And I think that there's, there's a little bit of fear in just like putting yourself out there and saying, Hey, I appreciate what you're doing. Do you want to, to see what I'm doing? Or I have this really specific goal. Do you think you could help me achieve that goal? Because I mean, nine times out of 10, people are really happy just to be like thought of even. I know I am. I'm so happy when somebody just comes up to me and just wants to talk about even what they're doing. I think that's such a, it's such a bold thing to do and it shows so much confidence and it really shows too, that you believe in what you're working on. Right. Because if you don't want to share it, why are you working on it? You know, if it's not something that you're proud of, what's the point? Right. So many of the clients that we work with, they absolutely love it whenever we share the stuff that we've worked on with them. This works in a lot of mm-hmm. different ways, right? Um, because if we share something, it means that we're proud of it. 
And if we're proud of it, then they all of a sudden have much more confidence in the work that was done for them. Yeah. And um, that's not necessarily the goal of it, but that's definitely one of the effects is that, um, I guess, as creators, people want to know, like, hey, are you are you proud of the stuff that you did? Exactly. Because um, if you don't share about it, maybe you're not. And that's kind of a red flag, I guess. I don't know. Well, and I think it's it's sad, too, because I, I see so many creators that they kind of get, and I do this, too, sometimes, where you get kind of stuck in your own head of, okay, this is what I'm making right now, but, you know, I wish that it was this. I wish that it was bigger than this. I wish I was working on this right now. You know, I wish I was doing this or something different or whatever. There's always that, like, you're working towards another goal that you forget about, you know, where you are right now and being proud of what you've done in this moment. And I think a lot of times they get kind of caught up in that and they don't want to share those those achievements right now because they know they could do better. They know they could do this. They could mm-hmm. do that. And they kind of get stuck in that that cycle, which is sad. It is. That's a really good point. I, I have a friend that just released their first demo reel in 10 years yesterday or something like that. And I'm like, man, I I could never do that. I want to make two reels a year. <laughs> but like everyone everyone's different again and that's that's fine but for me i'm just i don't know i just i guess i, I believe that people will uh, might be getting into therapy area here but i feel like people are going to forget about me if i don't keep reminding them that i exist mm-hmm. and <laughs> <laughs> sounds really really bad I, I, ha- I have the exact same thing too matt you're not alone it's okay <laughs> uh, i mean it it's i it, it's not a it's not a problem i don't have a problem okay um <laughs> but i guess when it comes to like the business aspect of things that's what it is right that's why mm-hmm. marketing exists in general why do you think that coke exactly. keeps showing the same damn ads over and over again they're annoying the bejesus yep. out of people but they don't care. They but you just, remember Exactly. Them. They just want you to remember them. They could literally yep. just have their logo on the screen for 30 seconds, and that would probably be just fine. So we should be happy that they're at least trying to entertain us in some way, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, as it's something that's been on my mind a lot lately, because we have actually been putting together an internal marketing team. Mm-hmm. And that's not something that, honestly, I think anybody does when it comes to having a smaller motion design company or animation company like we have um but for me i'm like well that's silly to not have one like we are a company just like anybody else and all these companies have marketing departments we should have one too Mm -hmm. i think how we go about marketing is probably a little bit different than other companies would but it's still really important to make sure that we always have a plan to get in front of people. Um, for me personally, I'm like, I want that plan to go beyond just cold emailing or cold calling people. Mm-hmm. For, for me personally, I spend a lot more time on the content aspect of things. Much more of the longer term approach to building relationships and growing a business. Um, mm-hmm. And... It's it's a little bit weird for me still because I'm like, okay, nobody else does this. Have they discovered something that I haven't yet? I I feel like I'm either really smart or really dumb. 
Only time will tell. <laughs> Only time will <laughs> but, like, I'm, but that's the thing. Is like, if I'm wrong, I'm fine with that. I'm okay. Uh, but I just, if you can hear my child screaming, he's safe and fine. Um, he just wants pineapple. Yeah, he... Did you say he just wants a pineapple? Yeah. <laughs> I did I did cut up a pineapple for him during lunch. He must be out of pineapple. Um <laughs> that's probably it. Anyway. Um so for me I'm just I don't know. I, I think it goes back to what I just said. Like I'm never going to just apologize for how much I'm putting myself out there because I'll, yeah. I have to attribute a good portion of the success that we've gotten to that. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's plenty of people out there that do really good work that have uh, that are looking for for work right now because they just don't have anything. And I'm like, that's crazy to me to think that this person right here is like this good at this and has no clients right now. Yeah. Um. And that's that's ultimately where it comes to is that like, oh, okay, like, yeah, you do this thing really well, but that's only part of it. You have to be able to promote yourself. And if you can't, then you're making life harder for yourself. Um, I don't know. Thoughts? Yeah, I, I think to the I think something too with this that like a lot of people experience, especially going to like freelancers pages if I can't find a real or recent work within mm-hmm. like the first 10 seconds, I'm going to the next one, which right. sounds horrible, but like it's such a fast moving business. We need to be able to access things very quickly. And if we can't see what you're doing, that's, that's hard. Right. You know? And that goes too with like full businesses. It's like, I mean, it's the whole thing of like, if you're looking something up on online or whatever you're traveling, if you can't find a website for them, you're probably not going to mm-hmm. go there. And it's the same right. thing when you're doing a creative business. If you can't find recent work, you're probably not going to go with that person. Right. I think another part of that is if we have somebody that reaches out to us and they're like, maybe they're interested in working together at one point or another, or somebody that I think maybe we could actually help. I'm never mm-hmm. shy in just saying like, hey, I think we can help um, do whatever. Like, are you interested? Sometimes they ignore it, and sometimes I'll send a second message and be like, hey, just want to make sure you saw that. Um, yep. Sometimes I'll even do a third. And it's crazy the amount of people that respond after the second or third message. I know, I, I guess I know from experience that it takes more than just even reaching out to somebody one time. And if they don't respond, all of a sudden, oh, no, they hate your work. No, it probably just got shuffled down in their email. And... People are busy. Right. And they don't manage their email super well, usually. So (laughs) I don't know. So it's like, I don't know. I mean, much of the first and second year that I was just freelancing by myself, that was it for me. Because I'm like, okay, I don't have anything. I need to do something. I'm not just going to sit here and stare at my phone waiting for it to ring. Yep. I'm going to do whatever I can in my power to make the phone ring. And I don't know, maybe that's a little arrogant to say, but I think that there's, I think there's a lot more in people's control than they think that there is when it comes to just marketing themselves. 
I, I have a question then for you mm-hmm. about this, because I think so much of this comes down to confidence. So right. how does someone gain the confidence to be able to put themselves out there? I think that's a really good question. Um, I, while I don't think that I was necessarily blessed with natural abilities in a lot of things, I think maybe I was blessed with a little bit more confidence than other people seem to have. Um, I think ultimately it comes down to, it's not that I just think I'm going to win all the time. It's that if I lose, I'm okay with that. I'm fine. I'm fine with losing. This kind of gets into sports a little bit. I'll try to be quick here. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I I mean, when I was a kid, like baseball was was my thing. One of the reasons mm-hmm. I love baseball is there's 162 games in a season. And you can literally lose half the time and still end up winning the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just like, it's such a reflection on life in general, I guess. It's everybody wants to win. But it's like, well, how do you respond when you lose? That's gonna sound cheesy, but like that's that's where you figure out who the winners really are is how they respond to a loss. And for me, I'm fine with losing. I actually, it's not that I'm I don't like losing, but I'm not like super hard on myself if like oh okay the this this job fell through or this person doesn't want to work with me. Like okay, like I would rather hear no than just like nothing. <laughs> so I kind of force the no to happen. Um, and the one thing too, like I've noticed I just, with you, Matt, not to interrupt, is just mm-hmm. when you do get that no, or when you do have that loss, you will try so much harder on the next one because you'll have that little. It's a little bit of an initiative. It's like, okay, now, now Maybe. I've got this. Yeah. Maybe I think. Again, I think that everybody wants to get better at, mm-hmm. at what they're doing, but I, I think that just kind of goes to more of that aggressive side of things. Mm-hmm. Like there's, there's certain times or certain seasons where I'm like, all right, I got to be very aggressive here. And then there's times where I'm like, you know what? I probably need to slow it down a little bit and trying to understand when those are is, is difficult for me to tell. Mm-hmm. I, my, I'm much more comfortable when my foot is just completely pressed on that gas pedal. Like that's, that's where my comfort is. I get a lot less yeah. comfort whenever I'm just like, okay, let's just see what the world wants to bring me now. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't want to wait. I'm impatient, and I don't know. I just, I don't know. So I, I don't think that it's necessarily confidence in that traditional sense that I have. I think that it's just a confidence that I'll be okay if I lose. So why not just? risk it all (laughs) um and i don't again not to say that i'm like super calculated in like every little thing that i post or every little piece of marketing material that we put out there every piece of work that we do um because a lot of this is still just i i think we just all of us i think just want people to listen I don't know. I, I guess a lot of it probably does come to once you've lost enough and once you know, you then 
keep working to make sure that um, that you don't lose again. All right, so let's go to some final thoughts here. Shelby, go ahead. Sure. Um, I think kind of for me, going back to that, like we were just talking about confidence, um, I think there's that kind of that combination between like that non-traditional confidence of being willing to put yourself out there and then also some humility as well. There's that kind of combination of those two things of confidence and humility working in tangent to allow yourself to maybe be a little bit cringy to put yourself out there and not be afraid to, you know, talk to people and be involved in different communities and show them your work and to be proud of it. Because that's that's what really anyone wants to see if they want to work with you, if you're a creative business or a freelancer. They want to see that you're proud of what you're creating. And they want that they want the work to be accessible for them so they can see it as well. Right. Yeah. My final thought would be nobody's going to give you anything. And I guess for me, that's what I always, that's what I always go to that idea where it's like, okay, nobody's going to hand me anything. I have to go out and get it myself. And in order to do that, again, you have to push, push yourself out of your comfort zone like, yes, maybe I have some confidence in the stuff now. In the beginning, though, I didn't have a confidence in anything. It was just, okay, well, I got to do something, so let's figure it out. Again, there's there's tons of things that I've tried that just never worked when it came to self-promotion. And some things that people have seen that probably just seemed cringy. And okay, I'm okay with that. I've, I'm still growing, right? Um but if there's something that I want, then I'm going to figure out how to get to that thing. So mm-hmm. if I wanted to grow a company, great. How do I grow the company? Oh, you're telling me I have to go on stage and like speak at events? Like, no, that's the least comfortable thing that I can think of. But I do it because I'm like, that's how bad I want this thing. That I will push myself so far into uncomfortability because there's just, there's, I don't know, that's what I want, right? It's, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I don't know, I, I always have to be careful because like, I don't, I don't want to like chalk it up to like, well, you got to hustle, you got to work 50 hours a day. Um, that's not really what I'm saying. But Mm-mm. what I'm saying is that you can be really intentional about the methods that you try. And um, just not being afraid of people not liking what you have to say. You simply found some people that you shouldn't be working with. That's really all that means. Mm-hmm. Um, and that just means yeah. you learn something about yourself and, and them as well. Right. I guess, let me, let me also give this little story right before we're done here. I went to a little startup conference type thing and Everyone was, everyone that presented was basically trying to sell something, which I thought was like really odd because I'm like, well, you have a bunch of like other startup people here, like speak to your experience, speak to things that are going to help them like that. And this guy walks up and he just really starts like 
he has a t-shirt business and he was just trying to sling as many t-shirts that day as he possibly could. Like he just right off the bat was like, this is what we do. We are great. And the whole 30 minutes, I'm like looking around, like, is nobody else seeing how crazy this is? Like this guy does not care about anything else except for selling more shirts. So I guess I say that as sort of a cautionary tale. It's like, this is not, uh, that's not what I'm saying is that you should be doing those things. I think that again, you got to try to find the authentic way of reaching people, which is a lot easier said than done. But I think that everybody in this, everybody that has something to sell has their own way of being able to sell it. And mm-hmm. the tough part is just figuring out what is the right way. You know, so I, I bring this guy up as a bad example, but like, I feel like we all have one of those stories where we probably came on a little strong at some point. Um, whether that's in business freelance or even relationships for that matter. Mm-hmm. And that's how we learn things. And if we're going to punish ourselves and make it not okay to be able to try to get the things that we want, like, I don't know, that's not a life worth living in me. <laughs> yep. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, that was a good, good Good chat, Shelby. I I wish you the best again. Congratulations on your major award. Thank you. <laughs> and um, all right to everyone else listening. I appreciate you sticking around, and uh, we'll talk again next week. All right, love you, bye. The Comanche Show is created by Made by Things, and if you have a question you would like us to discuss, you can send a message at cmdz.show. And if you like what you hear. Leave a review. We'll see you next week with a brand new show.